Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning and welcome to On The Pace here on a Monday morning. I'm Michael Guerin to take you through the next half an hour or so of harness racing action from the weekend and it was spread the big stuff around a few states great racing at Menangle on Saturday night further New South Wales success in Victoria also on Saturday night we'll talk to Jack Callahan shortly about that and we had the Frio Cup out of WA on Friday where Minstrel won their major race or one of their two major races for the year. But in New South Wales it has been a remarkable last 16 or so days for Team McCarthy, that's Belinda as the trainer, Luke as one of the bosses and Jack Callahan as their catch driver and employee because Spirit of St Louis has won three major country cups in the space of a fortnight. Took on the likes of Lochinvar Art and the McCarthy's big gun expensive ego in the Ballarat Cup. Beautiful drive, saw him finish over the top of them late in the piece. And Jack Callahan joins us now on the show. Jack, this must be like a dream, but one that happens every Saturday night. At the moment, you go to Victoria and you come home with a bit more money in the bank. Yeah, it is a bit of a dream come true at the moment, Mick. It's obviously quite satisfying and exciting to be able to go down to Victoria and I've been lucky enough to drive a really nice horse the last three weeks and pick up a few wins. It is one thing to win races like the Shepparton Cup, as good as they are, and, and races like the Bendigo Cup two weeks ago, but on Saturday night... Jack, you needed to be at your absolute best in a race where the horse had to be at his best because you beat not only Amazing Dream, who's an Auckland Cup winner and won the Blacks of Fake, you beat Lochinvar Art, maybe the best pacer in Australasia, and you beat your own stablemate, Expensive Ego, and your boss, or one of your bosses, Luke McCarthy. You stepped into the big time, Jack. How did it feel? Yeah, it felt pretty good, I guess especially now that I got the win but I was just lucky enough from the night I had a really nice horse that I had plenty of options with from gate one and um, a few things went our way and yeah it all worked out. When he came to Australia about just under a year ago people thought he was a high speed horse did the Inter-Dominions bring him on has he strengthened up and is he tougher now for the needs of open class racing? Yeah, for sure. He's definitely got a lot of strength about him at the moment. He, um, he's come through that in the Dominion campaign really well, freshened up nicely, and at the moment he's just on the top of his game. Okay, talk about the race to us, because you said you had options, but there was lots of moves. It was a race which would have kept you on your toes. Yeah, it kind of didn't really go to plan. I thought I would be able to hold Max Blight early, and he came out of the gate really well, and I ended up being able to hold him quite comfortably. Um, we did have to roll the first kind of furlong, and then Artie came up and had a bit of a crack for the front as well, so I decided to let him go. Um, Max White really fired up then, so then um, I could tell that Artie was just going to let him go and try and retake, and at the same time, Luke kind of noticed that and tried to cover up Artie with Ego, and put a fair bit of speed into the race um, 
you know, once I saw I was probably going to be four back defence, I thought I'd be able to just pop off and sit quiet if cover came. It was going to be there. If not, I'd just be able to sit quiet and still be a good chance. Is it easier, Jack, to drive in a race like that where the tempo's on and you're driving with good drivers, the elite drivers, than it is, say, maybe to drive in some of the races where you're probably the best driver in the race and therefore the quality of the horses and, and some of your less qualified drivers around you makes it harder to, to work out what's going on? Yeah, at times it can be. You know, these type of big races, you know, they're all good horses and good drivers, so you can kind of understand and read the play a bit easier, whereas probably with the not-so-professional type drivers out there, they, they oh, I don't want to say they don't have a plan, but sometimes they're a bit harder to read and can do a few more unexpected things. So it kind of just depends on the race and the horses, but, yeah, it can be a bit easier to read the play in the bigger ones sometimes. All right, Jack, Spirit of St. Louis is now climbing up the rankings of the national horses and even the best paces in New South Wales. I presume he's heading to the Hunter Cup on February the 5th, and I presume you'll be driving him. Yeah, he'll definitely be going to the Hunter Cup, um, and hopefully I'll be driving him. He, um, I think he's going to miss the Casey Classic this week at this stage anyway. Um, we're just going to make a decision within the next hour on that. And, um, yeah, he'll be going to the Hunter Cup in two weeks' time. You would have had a chance to talk to Luke McCarthy at length after the race. What was Luke's report on expensive ego? Uh, he was still quite happy with him. He probably just thinks he's a horse that really needs the racing. Um, he had to do a little bit of work to get the front, and we think he'll just come out of that run really well. So he'll go to the Casey Classic this Saturday. Um, while King of Swing will race in Sydney. Okay, so King of Swing heads to the free-for-all at Menangle and Expensive Ego to the Casey Classic. Do you think your horse, because we'll call him your horse now, Spirit of St. Louis, do you think he's catching up on them? Do you think he's closing the gap on where they were, say, for example, at the Brisbane Carnival back in August? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, he's still a year younger than Ego um, and you know, he's obviously developing quite well and he's definitely bridged that gap over the last six months. You also had the chance to drive Aldebaran Ravani a couple of times over the summer. Very good open-class trotting mare. Is she returning to Victoria for the carnival coming up there in the Great Southern Star? Yep, she definitely is. She'll be racing this Saturday as well. Um, we're just not quite sure whether it'll be in Sydney or Melbourne yet. She's been nominated for both, but she'll definitely be racing this Saturday and then head to the Great Southern Stars next Friday. Well, Jack, ironically, you're driving in the big time and winning big races, but of course you're spending time away from Sydney, so it's, it's actually harder to get drives here. You've only got a couple, two or three tomorrow at Menangle, and you're on a couple of long shot chances. Um, one horse you are on who is in the market is... Robbie will make it. It's in race eight tomorrow. Do you give it any chance? Yeah, he'll definitely be a chance. I've driven this bike a few times and won plenty on him, so he's um real nice horse on his day, and I think that's a pretty suitable race for him. Well, mate, congratulations on what you're doing. Um, I know you'd love to get a Hunter Cup too. Do you think 
Spirit of St. Louis is going to turn up in a miracle mile or at least try and qualify for a miracle mile? Yeah, no doubt. He'll definitely be targeted towards that miracle mile after and he'll be a great chance of qualifying. And if he gets in that field, I'm sure he'll give it a real shake. He's just got great high speed and he's proven in the last few weeks that he's versatile as well. Mate, we appreciate your time this morning. Uh, keep up the good work, mate, and good luck in the Hunter Cup and, and the Miracle Mile if you make it that far on the weeks ahead. Not a worry. Thanks very much, mate. It's young Jack Callahan doing remarkable things. Has won the Shepparton Cup, the Bendigo Cup first, and the Ballarat Cup in the last 16 days, driving the spirit of St. Louis. We're sticking with the young vibe, the youngsters, the energy people on on the pace this morning. And Carter Delgetti is a name you may not know much about. You think, who's that? Well, who he is, is the son of trainer Cran and Chrissy Delgetti. They train in partnership these days. And Carter has come across to Menangle. He's only bought two horses with him. One of them, Krug, won the feature pace at Menangle on Saturday night. The other one won the feature Phillies pace in Just Remember Me. So Carter joins us on the phone now, and he's also a junior driver. He makes his Menangle debut tomorrow. Carter, you have had... A remarkable start to your Australian career. You've geared up two horses, and they both won. Yeah, hi, Mick. Uh, it's been an outstanding start, really. It's, as far as personal achievements, it, it's right up there. So I'm just happy to be here, and I'm glad the horses have run well. People know Krug. They know how good he is. But were you surprised he was able to sit parked and break 150 for the mile first time at trying at Menangle on Saturday night? Yeah, going into the race, I knew he'd run really well, but I definitely didn't have him 100% fit. Uh, so I thought oh, I'd be happy for him to just settle and then hit the line. But when he settled parked, I thought, oh, you know, he might just blow out. But class just really rose, and, and he actually did it easy, which I probably shouldn't, shouldn't say surprised me. But, um, yeah, he did really impress me. He's a bit as delight, and he, he's a stallion on an entire, so you would think he's going to improve with racing. Where does that put him for the campaign aiming at the Chariots of Fire? Are we going to see a better version of Krug during this Sydney trip? Uh, oh, without a doubt, you'll see a better version. Um, he was only just warming up there on, on Saturday, and he was probably, um, you know, Jack said he was doing it in cruise mode, and he's just a little bit overweight at the moment, um, probably just thriving a little bit too much. So I'm just going to increase his workload now, and you'll see him again in two weeks' time on Saturday night, and he'll be at least two or three lengths better. Jack Trainer did the driving uh, on Saturday night. I know there were options for potentially a Luke McCarthy to drive at some stage, or, or even your uncle, Anthony Butt. But now Jack's won on both him, and just remember me, I presume, if he's available, uh, he might be the driver heading forward. Yeah, that's something uh, myself and mum and dad have got to talk about within probably today or tomorrow. We've got to make up our mind, cause, and, and of course the ownership group. But uh, Jack, he's been here, he sees him every day, and, and he works with the horse, and he sort of got along pretty well, and, and Krug really run for him on Saturday, so at this stage, uh, Jack is probably our man. Just remember me, he came and won the Wraith Memorial, which is not an easy thing to do against a class filly like Madrid. Awfully hard for New Zealand horses fresh up at Menangle. She paced 151.8. 
people would look at her, look at her breeding and say, where have I heard that name before? Of course, her dam is Adore Me, who set the 147.7 mile time that set harness racing alight around about five years ago. Just remember me, Carter, has a lot to live up to, but she's doing a pretty darn good job at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. She's very fresh into her racing career, only having seven starts, and just every training run and every week she's getting better and better, so she's really pleasing me, this filly, and I think when she gets over more distance, um, she will be even better because she's just so tough, um, probably like her mother, but she will just keep keep rolling, and I'm probably going to race her next Tuesday in just a week class race, um, just to take her over before the Oaks heat. Okay, how good can she be? Because your family, of course, your dad's been training for a long time, but mum's in the partnership now. You know all about good horses. You've had Desperate Comet, you've had Krug, you've had Better, um, whatever his name is, who won the Victoria Cup, Better Strike <laughs> is his name. So how good can Just Remember Me be? Uh, well, it's a very good question because um, at the start of her sort of career, she's a very relaxed filly and we thought, oh yeah, she's, She's just going to be a nice horse that'll win race, but what's so pleasing about her is she's just getting better and better and just developing physically, turning into a big, strong mare now. And, and being by Captain Treacherous out of the great mare, adore me, I think there's a bit of speed now put into the blood, so I think the sky is her limit and she's only just getting started. Okay, so are you as a driver. So you're a, a former first 15 rugby player, which is no small deal where you come from in Canterbury. That's a very big deal down there. You're also a young man who's got his own clothing line. We'll get to that in a second. And you're a junior driver. You're going to take those skills to Menangle tomorrow. Must be exciting. You're over here in a new country with new people and you're getting to go to the races tomorrow and have a spin on the big track. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, I've always loved Menangle and always had a lot of friends over here and and Dad's always bought a couple of horses, so to actually get a few drives, like I said, oh, one or two drives would be nice, but to get three drives on my first day, it's, it's pretty cool and very lucky, but, yeah, I'm just looking forward to getting out there and, and racing a different style from New Zealand, so I think I'm going to learn a lot and it's going to be pretty good fun. How do you keep up with the form over there? Because back home in your own country, of course, you're probably used to seeing the horses you're racing against, or most of them. I take it most of these horses are new to you. Do you just listen to the trainers, or do you jump on the iPad and spend a bit of time doing the form? Uh, yeah, I think you definitely got to do your form these days. The racing is just so tactical and competitive. So I've had a good look at the other horses in my field, and, and studying the drivers, I think, is a big thing as well. And and just asking questions of other trainers and drivers and just taking a bit off everyone, I think, is the key, and then make your own summary. So, yeah, a bit of everything, not sort of one set thing, just just got to look at it as a big picture. OK, how does a young man from Christchurch involved in a harness racing family end up with his own clothing line? And tell us a bit about it. Yeah, so it, uh, it's called Fuego Collection, F-U-E-G-O. And I probably started it a couple of years ago, and I've just been learning as I go, just um, doing it all myself, doing my website and, and designing all the clothes. So it's just something I quite enjoy, and I think people are enjoying the product. So it's definitely something I want to keep expanding as I get into the future. And coming over to Australia, it opens it up to a, a whole new audience. So, yeah, it's definitely something that I want to keep growing bigger and bigger. This might sound like a silly question, but why? Why why would a young man like yourself, who's so ensconced in harness racing, get into something like designing clothes? 
Oh, it's a very good question, actually. I probably don't know myself, to be honest, but it's probably just a little side hustle that I really enjoy, and, and I think it is important to, to clear your mind from the from the horses every now and again. It's, it's just healthy, so to have something else going on, it's, it's I don't know, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I do enjoy it, and I learn a lot, too, like a lot of business sense and, and running different things, so it's probably just growing my knowledge in a different field, I'd say. I take it your interest in fashion came from your mother more so than your father, having seen both of them at the races. <laughs> yep, absolutely, Dad. He's produced some ripper shirts in his days, so I don't think you'll see me wearing some of the things that he wears. But, um, yeah, Mum's sort of a bit more sensible, so, yeah, I think you'll be right. Mate, for people who don't know you, um, first of all, how old are you now, Carter? Because you can't have got very close to 20 yet, can you? No, no, you're right. Um 19 now so um, just sort of enjoying it as I go and yeah still plenty of years ahead of me Oh, and people would think okay we know the Delgetti name what they may not know of course is that Anthony Butt is your uncle which means that Murray Butt was your grandfather before that you're related to Derek Jones so that entire Butt Jones Delgetti dynasty is all tied in together um, was there ever a chance you weren't going to be involved in harness racing with so many of those famous relatives uh, yeah, it's a pretty good family tree when you have a look at it. Um, there was sort of no pressure at all from mum or dad or the family. They they said, just, just do what you want. And I went through school and, like that, had a lot of good mates. And I'm currently at university at the moment um, doing a three-year degree. So I've got that going on as well. So, yeah, there's no real pressure here, but I do, just do really enjoy it. So I think you've got to do the things you enjoy in life, and here I am. So here you are, you're looking after two horses, you're studying what at university? I'm doing a Bachelor of Commerce and Supply Chain Management, so that'll help me a lot with my clothing business and just any other supply chain things. Okay, you've got a driving career going on where you've driven how many winners? Uh, nine winners from about well, 40 or 50 starts, so I'm pretty new. Okay, and you've got your own clothesline. So, Carter, I, I take my hat off to you. It's a remarkable story you're putting together for yourself and you're still in your teens. So congratulations on the effort. Uh, well done on the performance for the family of Krug and Just Remember Me uh, at Menangle on Saturday night. You're two for two. And, mate, good luck tomorrow. Hope you enjoy yourself having a spin around Menangle. I've got the funny feeling this won't be the last time we talk to you during this carnival coming up at Menangle. It's Carter Delgetti, remarkable story. Young man who, uh, as you heard, at university, drives horses, former excellent rugby player, now training horses with his mum and dad, and he has his own clothing line. Hmm, don't say that'll be one of those conversations we have too often on On The Pace any time soon. What we're going to do after this break is try and find you a winner because we are heading to Bankstown for the harness racing coming up this afternoon. After this break, Will Ritson is going to try and help us. For radio lovers, it all adds up. DAB Plus is the innovation to your favourite station. Where the music is nearer, like the announcers are sat in your rearview mirror. And with DAB Plus, there's even more for us. Hip-hop, kids-pop, 80s and jazz. More than 20 extra stations. Just as soon as you upgrade your audio with a brand new radio. Because there's more to love for us on DAB Plus.
Be a mate. Nominate for the 2022 Stud and Stable Staff Awards. These awards are your opportunity to recognise and reward an individual's outstanding commitment to the thoroughbred industry. If you have someone that you would like to nominate, please visit studandstablestaffawards.com.au. Nominations are now open. Be a mate. Nominate. Very funny, guys. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. Dude, let me in the car. Get in. <laughs> While Harry's locked out, Tab's locking in their best prices possible on a tote win bet. Activate the lock on the Tab app, and if the fixed odds starting price is better when your horse wins, you'll get the difference in cash. And if your horse doesn't win or the tote price is higher, you can use the lock yep, again. Yep, real fun. Tab, long may we play. Excludes WA residents. Available once per day on eligible online bets. Max odds difference payout $100. TNC's a website. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1-800-858-858. G'day, it's Dave Stanley. Make sure you check in to Racing HQ for everything that's good about racing. You did get a lot of money thrown at you from Hong Kong. Yeah, we did. Look, you know, it's one of those things we were offered big money and, and you know, there are were, there were two sides to all of these stories and a lot of people have said, you know, take it and run, but it's not what it's not what I, we're in it for. We're in it to, my mate and I are in it to have fun and, um, you know, we we try and search for a horse like this. So when you do get one, we want to hang on to it. Racing HQ, Tuesday to Friday from 9am on Sky Sports Radio. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price, guaranteed. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to On The Pace with Association with Harness Racing New South Wales. We really appreciate the time we get every Monday morning on Sky Sports Radio, your home of racing in New South Wales. And if you are going racing today, we're going to Bankstown just before we get to Will Rickson to try and tip us a winner. Uh, by the way, tomorrow it's it's one of the, the Country Cups continuing its June East chance tomorrow. So the Junie Payson Cup is on tomorrow night. They race Menangle Tuesday. To everybody out there, part of the club in Junie, we wish you the best of luck. Um, one of the favourites has come out of the Cup. Uh, one too many has pulled out and scratched the Junie Pacing Cup going at 8.40 tomorrow. That leaves Narano as the hot favourite for Alan Bartley and Blake Jones. Good luck to everybody out there. A bit more immediate today, although a little bit later start than usual for the New South Wales afternoon meeting, is Bankstown. Kicks off at 2.47. Will Rickson has a lot of drives. Some of them can win, some of them maybe can't, but we'll find out his thoughts. And Will, as we come to you, mate, the driving career, we're talking to lots of young people today because we like them, the driving career is going well. Yeah, good morning, Nick. Uh, yeah, can't complain at the moment. Um, getting some good opportunities and uh, have a lot of good people around me. So, um, yeah, really enjoying it at the moment. Okay, you're heading to Bankstown today. There's not too many stars on show probably out there, but there's races and money to be won. And the first on the card, you drive Richie B. He was a good second last time, but unfortunately for you, uh, you're the horse on the front line who has all the favourites around you. Yeah, I haven't driven this bike before, but um, I thought he'd run a couple of starts ago. It was okay, and then he raced on Thursday night, and the slow run race, and only uh, run a quarter home, and he got got left pretty wide. So um, I wouldn't really him right out of the race. It's not an overly strong race, and yeah, they did happen to sort of go hard, and 
you know, only being six in it, he's probably not going to be too far off him. So it wouldn't surprise me if he if he ran into a bit of money there. Well, in the second on the card, you drive what a conk who's been racing at Menangle and Penrith. You know him well. You've driven him lots of times. I thought the drop back to Banksdown would suit. Does he have the gate speed from barrier five to make the punters feel nice and comfortable by going forward early? Yeah, I think we've probably got a uh, you know chance to come out of the gate and uh, have a good look early because, as you said, he probably gets into the race pretty well. Um, if he could get straight across, I'd be pretty confident he'd be, uh, take a bit of running down, that's for sure. Third on the card, you drive Tri-Stars Pet. I would suggest this one might take a race or two and probably need a bit more improvement before we see her in the winner's circle. Yeah, I'm not too sure where she's at. Um, hasn't raced for a while and hasn't had a trial, so um, same sort of thing. If she could duck to the fence and get a nice hit, somewhere she might be able to run into a bit of money. Another horse you're driving for Grant Fuller uh, is in the next on the card. You're on... Fuller CS, and this one's been racing in Victoria, so a bit of a mystery for New South Wales harness punters. Yeah, it's probably hard to line up his form um, with the New South Wales horses, but I'm pretty sure the horse has a bit of gate speed, so um, similar sort of story. If he could get to the fence, it helps a lot around Bankstown, so um, he could run into a bit of money as well, but don't know too much about that fella. Getting on the fence is crucial around Bankstown, and you might be able to do that in the sixth on the card. That's at 5.57 tonight. You drive out of Grange. No stranger to racing. He's been around plenty of times, but does have good gate speed and showed that to win at Penrith last time. Yeah, you're right. He does have good gate speed, but um, I'm pretty sure the one also has a bit of gate speed. But um, we'll probably have a look early, and last time he couldn't leave, but he got a trip behind the leader, and... Um, happened to win so you know if we could if we could buzz straight across to the front that would help a lot but um, if he does get a soft sort of run he, he can still win and um, we need a little buck, a little bit of luck early but um, if he gets it he, he'll be there about Well will you also head to Menangle tomorrow it's not quite so easy to get a full book at Menangle you've got two drives tomorrow I thought on the last on the card you had a chance in a, in a field that has a dearth of form. You're on The Bachelor and he's probably as good as most of these. Uh, yeah, I think I've got three drives tomorrow, Mick, but um, The Bachelor is probably the best of them. He's, um, I haven't driven him for a while. He's been racing at Newcastle on that um, and just been drawing out pretty wide there. And um, He gets into one of them ballot races tomorrow at, at Menangle and probably looks to be the leader, which will help him. And um, Yeah, I, I think he'll give a bit of cheek. Yeah, my apologies. I discounted you from Cracker Bree in the seventh on the card. You have got three drives tomorrow, and you're actually driving against our two other guests today, Carter Del Getty and Jack Callahan. So, tell you what, there's some, some young, talented horse people floating around Benangle at the moment. Well, you've got people like yourself and, and Hannah's in the same race, so you've, uh, there's plenty of young talent floating around. Yeah, it's been like that for a while in, in New South Wales, Mick. It's, it's a really good pool of drivers. Like it's, it's really competitive, is it? Not only is there a lot of good young drivers, but there's still, um, you know, such such good older drivers that you know you race against at an angle, and yeah, there's a, you know a really good pool of drivers, I think. So, will people love to play join the dots? They know the Rickson name, of course. Your father won a miracle mile, Peter Rickson, with the great device of 
Who do you work for and how many winners have you had at this stage? Because it put some context into our conversation from this morning. Uh, I work for Ricky Atchin. Um, been working for him for a, a few months now and really enjoying it. Ricky's a great horseman and um, has a really good team of horses working up, so um, I'm enjoying that. And um, I think I've had about, uh, I'm not 100% sure, but I think I'm a bit over the 270 mark in winners and um, yeah, had a bit of luck the last couple of seasons. So um, yeah, been pretty lucky to get some good opportunities. Well, I don't think it's luck. I think it's hard work. Not everybody wants to be hacking off to Canberra like you do or heading to the shorter trip to Bankstown, mate. So, Will, we appreciate your time this morning. Before we leave you, what's your best chance of driving a winner today for the punters who wouldn't mind a responsible bet on a Monday afternoon? Um, probably probably what a conk. I think, as you said, he's probably just dropping back in grade a little bit. and um, Yeah, I'm, I think he could probably find the front and if that's the case, he'll... Um, We'll take a bit of running down. Thanks for your time this morning, mate. Good luck today. No worries, thank you. That's Will Rickson driving What a Conk, race two, number five, the bestie, this afternoon at Bankstown. Tomorrow we head to Menangle where Carter Delgetti makes his debut, and tomorrow night is Junie Pacing Cup night, so good luck to the club there as well. That's on the pace on a Monday morning. Great to have three talented young horse people join us on the show. One of them a part-time clothes designer. Things you never thought you would have heard on On The Pace. Who knows, we might have another one on Wednesday morning. Tune back in then at 10.30 when Brittany Graham will take you through our next Harness Racing Programme.